two gays watch with Aaron Holman and Zachary Landolt. I'm the parent. You're the child running away to live by yourself. I should be telling you how to live. How should I live? Simple. Don't go. Good luck. There, I said it. Love you. Put some pepper spray in your purse. Even if you're not sure, just start spraying. Tell me that isn't yours. Of course not. That's a two-bedroom. I heard that uh, there might be a job opening. You start Friday night. You're giving me a job? Coyote Ugly. Why would you name your bar that? Because Cheers was taken. That's Rachel. You can take some lessons from her. She just cut some guy's ponytail off. I'd like you to meet my new bartender. Um, Violet. Jersey. It's just to get you started, okay? No problem. anyone staring my ass for half an hour, so I'm gonna say goodnight. Just for the record, I was only staring at the first 15 minutes. A Spartan in my TP. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's oh, me. Oh my god. It's me. And it's also it's me. Uh this is Aaron. Me. Look out, because here <laughs> I come. <laughs> oh my god, we have on the pod Kayla Settle. <laughs> Not always consistent, but sometimes I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said wow. It. Well, Zach, I missed you. <laughs> I missed you too. This is going great. <laughs> oh, well. and uh, welcome back to Two uh, Case Watch, everybody. Mm. Um, you know, we took a staycation again. God damn it! <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you can't fight the moonlight for too long. No, but girls just want to have fun. <laughs> that doesn't really work here, but uh, one way mm. or another, I'm going to get, get there ya. in a second. <laughs> gotta get you um and so today we are back ladies and gentlemen and we are going to be discussing the 2000 american musical drama comedy coyote ugly <laughs> yeah that's both you know it's funny i'm so glad we're doing this movie um i guess we can get to like what our histories are with it in a second but what i find 100%. so fascinating about coyote ugly 
is I don't know who the movie was made for. And like, I would argue it was not supposed to be made for the gays. And yet when I posted that we were doing this movie on social media, the gays were all of my DMs like, oh my God, I fucking love Carly Ugly. So it's so, I'm sure that's not the intended audience they were going for. <laughs> no, I, I would say definitely not. Uh, as we have all come to know, this movie was critically panned, oh, yeah. but made tons of money. And I mean, created the career for Miss Leanne Rhymes that she has today. Let's be honest. <laughs> and did so, not for Miss um, Piper Parabo, who I was convinced was going to be our next Julie Roberts at the time. You know what? Everybody was convinced she was going to be the next Julie Roberts. Hello. Everybody was like, oh, she has such ease on screen. Oh. And like, it was and like, she can sing. Totally. So absolutely. But. <laughs> Well, uh, like, <laughs> I remember very distinctly uh, Roger Ebert said about her. He was like, she's the only reason to watch the movie. And uh, he compared her to Julia Roberts huh? um, and then said she has a great career ahead of her in much better films. <laughs> Cute. Cat took Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. Well, she did, do some, um, she did do some good stuff also, but like, she definitely did not have the illustrious film career that I was expecting. Like, I was obsessed with Piper Parabo at the time. Like, because, can I tell you my backstory with this movie? 100%, please. Let's oh my get God. into it. So I remember so distinctly, me and my family were at the beach on like one of our like annual beach trips. And it was raining this one day. And my mom's like, let's go mm. see a movie. And there was pretty much like there were two movies we could go see. It was either Coyote Ugly or something stupid. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, let's see Coyote Ugly. And in my head, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to see Coyote Ugly. And then cut to me like halfway through it. I'm like, this is the best movie ever made like because it's it's a rom-com about objectifying women but also the women have power like i don't know and the soundtrack slaps i remember getting the soundtrack as soon as we got home and i wore it out well we're gonna get into all the details about mm. coyote ugly um real quick my history with it yeah. uh then the reason I proposed we do it on the pod is this was my sister's favorite movie. Now, how oh telling God. is that? Oh my god! <laughs> you know, uh, my sister uh, was definitely the first um, hmm, taste maker in my life. I would say she's uh, mm. five years older than me, and <laughs> by osmosis, I yeah. was exposed to her media. And so, right. like, I cannot I tell that. you how many times I've listened to like Umbop because of that bitch and uh very specifically this movie mm. was her favorite movie and I you know what that. i do too <laughs> now <laughs> you know? now that i am of a certain gay age right. uh, and we yeah, can appreciate all the like queerness because there's a lot of like queer elements in this movie i will say you know, uh, I was obsessed with Leanne Rhymes as a kid, and this has a lot to do with it. <laughs> like... You know, it's funny. Um, I remember at the time being such a little like snob and being like, "Yeah, I mean, I like Leanne Rhymes, but I have to be honest, I actually prefer the Piper Parabo versions of the songs that are in the movie." And then later finding out, bitch, that was Leanne. Rimes. Yeah, bitch, it was Leanne Rhymes. It was Leanne Rhymes, and then oh, no, but then it actually made me respect Leanne Rhymes more. I'm like, she was giving a whole vocal performance because I truly thought that was a whole other voice because she did like 
yes. a, like a pulled back version of her own voice that I thought like, that's Piper Parabo. <laughs> 100%. Turns out if you rip the mask off of Piper Parabo, <laughs> turns out it was Leanne Rhymes the whole time. Oh, all <laughs> along. <laughs> all along. Like I remember being like, would have got away yeah, like I just like the way like Piper Parabo like sings the songs like more stripped back, like. I like the vocal quality of her it's voice. It's a little more talented. She I didn't say talented. <laughs> um, now, uh, before we get too further into Coyote mm. Ugly, I just want to catch up, Zach. I wonder, what have you been gay watching? Gay watching. Well, this is going to be airing the Friday before the Academy Awards on Sunday. So Ooh, I've just tea. been catching up with a lot of like Oscar movies that I haven't watched yet. Um <laughs> Uh, the, the I rewatched highlight. everything everywhere. Everything ever all at once. I've watched it for the umpteenth time. I've now watched Tar five times. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like Tar. I really love Tar. You're stuck in that Tar. Girl, I love that Tar. Uh, I am Team Michelle Yeoh though. But um, but the craziest movie I saw this week, where I'm still like reeling from it, and I still haven't really even landed on my final opinion of it, is I finally Ooh. saw the movie Babylon. I don't know if you've seen Babylon. Yet. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild. I heard good things mostly, though. Oh, all right. Um, I mean, Ooh, it's like all well, right. There were great things in it, um, and then there were other things where I was like, "Wow, this movie's really long. Um, over three uh-huh. hours to be exact." And mm-hmm. I also think it's my least favorite Margot Robbie performance that she's ever given. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, yeah, and like, it's she's still fine, wow. but like. She never made me care about the character or the writing didn't. I don't know. Um, it was all over the place. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't see, ladies and gentlemen, but I am spilling the tea all over the, the house. It was a wild movie, though. I mean, like, in the first five minutes, you have a guy getting covered in elephant shit and piss. So, like, you really know you're in for, like, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really sets you up for, like, well, I don't know where this is going. This is something. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, it's pretty much it. Other than Drag Race, you know, the usual, like, you know, um, yes, keeping up with the drag races. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, there have been let's see, two other international versions that just started as well: Belgique and Severige, which is Sweden. Um, I watched Belgique, and mm. it was the first of the series that I will not be watching. I wow. did not enjoy it. It mm. like wasn't popping for me uh and i did watch two episodes it was a struggle wow uh and then severage i will watch because uh really really good runways mm. i was pretty impressed with what i saw mm. uh but there's so much fucking drag race um yeah, i, I can't have, even believe i don't have the bandwidth for all of it no i am enjoying the u.s not. a lot more since it's been bumped up to 90 minutes like it definitely feels like the show I actually care about again so that's been nice mm-hmm. oh it has been it has been absolutely delightful uh you know what i just finished watching i mm. just finished my rewatch of season nine Ooh. of us mm. and um phenomenal you know a pitch perfect season it's so great uh you know it's the first time that they do the lip sync for the crown the way that they do the yeah. smackdown uh, uh so it all feels fresh two great Whitney challenges songs too for the i think finale. it's maybe the best season in terms of overall challenges. Ooh. Also, did they stop doing? I think this is the last reunion that they did. No, there's a couple more. There's still a couple more. They do a couple more because the mm. vixen. There's the vixen one. 
Oh, the Vixen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was mm-hmm. yeah. damn. Uh, yeah. But this is my favorite reunion. It gave oh, us hello. every moment. Like you don't love me. Uh, you don't love whole, me. Um. Uh, excuse me. I don't want to be the one, but I'm gonna be the one. And also, you <laughs> fan also, favorite. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. Um. Also, one of my like. <laughs> One of my favorite, like, underrated moments from the reunion that doesn't get quoted as much is actually from Sasha Velour, where um, uh, she's talking about Alexis Michelle and how, like, you know, like mm-hmm. you were talking shit about my look. And she's like, but the thing about you, Sasha, is you can take something that looks, you know, normal and turn it into something. And she's like, well, you're kind of backtracking now, girl. But okay. <laughs> like, I just, well, you're kind of backtracking now, girl. <laughs> I just thought that Sasha was like, okay, I'm not, well, we're not going to bullshit. Like, come on. Um, also, no, I also Michelle, there was a... and then like, oh. what? I'm oh, sorry, but then also like Alexis Michelle, the girl was having a hard time during that reunion because then you also have freaking Shay Coulee being like, "Girl, I know you're trying to get your redemption for her fans, but let's be real, like they, they were, they were, they were not having it that night. They were not having it. No, the top three were absolutely or top four, <laughs> they were not having no. that with anybody. No. Uh, it, it's just an epic. Also, it's like. I feel like it's one of the more aggressive times where like RuPaul comes for the girls. Oh, yeah. Like there's several points where like RuPaul's the one bringing shit up or pulling okay. up a receipt. Okay. And then he's like, so. Oh, like, <laughs> like the Charlie Hyde uh, thing? She was not backing ooh. away from the Charlie Hyde thing. Oh, anyways. Girl. Uh, Drag Race Season 9. And the reason I watched it is because uh, I will be seeing Sasha Velour mm. in April. And um, she's coming to town. And I joke you not. I got uh, front row tickets. Wow. Front row tickets. And I'm going to go see her. And uh, I have seen Sasha Lavore one time before. Mm. And it was like uh, on a tour before the season ended. Mm. So I saw her Mm. perform before she'd won. Like a week or two before she won. Um, Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, should we yeah. should we so, um, get into the ugly coyote at all? Oh, a hundred percent. Let's dive in. Okay. Uh, coyote Ugly uh, is an incredible, incredible film. Uh, <laughs> it came out in two thousand. It was directed by David McNally, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Did you know it was a Disney film? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> like. I didn't until this like time around, and I'm like, because I remember thinking, what, what a fucking odd movie for them to produce. <laughs> like, though there are times where there are shots in this movie that look like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie, where I'm like, that does look like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Um, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is written by Gina Wendikos. Now, uh, I was I did find out something about this. I guess mm. Kevin Smith is a uncredited rewrite on the script <laughs> because yeah. I guess the script went through many iterations. Well, Had over ten writers, including Carrie Fisher of Star Wars fame. Oh, um, girl, we know Carrie Fisher, Miss Fisher. It's so crazy, but they literally only credit the one woman who wrote the original script. Interesting. So, maybe, maybe it. I don't know. They, there's always weird, like the way like the Writers Guild rules work with that, especially when you have like. I will say, if your film has gone through ten writers, you know you're in an interesting situation because it's <laughs> wild to me. Because yeah. I will say the the script is a mixed bag because I actually think there are some sections that work yes. so so well, and then there's other shit where you're like, this is so. 
like there are plot lines that are held together with the strength of like a the tiniest bit of thread like you pull mm-hmm. it even a little bit the whole thing falls apart because oh yeah because like okay the one thing that always okay I'll, let me let me calm down before i can just get into everything but i will say oh let's um the thing about this movie is that it's <laughs> it was marketed as like come see these sexy hot women on a bar wet on fire dancing boots <laughs> and then you go see it and it starts off like here's a sensitive rom-com about an aspiring songwriter that wants to move to the city and you have like you have first of all melanie linsky who's now like having a whole moment and i'm like i remember her mm. like shit like this like back in the day i'm like she was in this she was in ever after she was like i i knew who she was um mm. and, and she, it's like she does it, mean so well yeah, hello um she really does and she has a great um jersey accent for you know being from where she's from uh so it was so much fun huzzah um but the thing is like <laughs> it takes them way too long to get to the club like it's all i will say um i wish there was a way you know what i wish they had done i wish there was Hmm. a way that like maybe the apartment that she had got in the city was like on the same street as the club and maybe she like heard the music from the club from like her apartment like what's going on there and then like i just wish there was a way we could have gotten there a little faster because to me i was like i don't need this like watching her make the rounds at an open mic night she wants to be a song yeah it's it's like she gets real upset after what being burglarized ends up at that diner. Violet, you know, at this point, um, what is it that happens? Like her apartment gets burglarized. She's destitute and She's has no destitute. money now. After and she goes the to the bar to get some work. Yeah, yeah. We get we get like the highlights of like here's how hard it is in the big city, you know. And uh, first of all, the, the apartment she was living in was. Come on dangerous honey obviously. <laughs> like honey <laughs> it was it's not common to be burglarized it's like that. <laughs> it is in that apartment because um, it had seen a burglar too um she was literally friends you know, with the pigeons they were like on her like windowsill all the time um this was but, her fault for living below like avenue q you know <laughs> this is violet's <laughs> um no since so she ends up yeah at that diner where all like all the coyotes including miss tyra banks are all counting counting uh, their yeah. tips counting their money but you know something that i truly love <laughs> is yeah. uh our first introduction to the characters of cammy rachel mm. and zoe uh, are three uh, lovely coyotes that she first encounters. They are she what first they're thinks betting. Prostitutes. Oh well, yeah, she thinks they're prostitutes because they're throwing them around money. But yeah. they're betting on movies. What they're like reading, like Playgirl. I don't know somebody's bio. It was like a, it, it, was like, it was like the Playboy. It was like the Playboy uh, mm. centerfold girl. Um, which I mean, I can't. Ah, see, that. I did not get that. I didn't get that. Oh, no, I was okay. looking at the details. So they're guessing her favorite movie, and what was it? Was it Silence Saving of the Lambs? Private Ryan? Oh, bullshit! <laughs> Remember, she had the military boots. She had the boots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's all it's all lining now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get a star um, turn. And from so, Pyramids. wait, does she does she go over and talk to them, or does she just no. follow them? She literally eavesdrops their entire conversation. Um. In which Tyra Banks says that she's leaving and that they're like, oh, you'll be impossible to replace. And then really letting us know where we are time-wise, they make a big deal like, ladies, we each made $300 tonight. 
Did you know that all of this is based on a real woman's life story? Yes. I forgot what the name Isn't of the book crazy? was. It's based on a book. Uh, it has um, a crazier title. It, it was not called Coyote Gay Ugly. Dramaturgy. Oh, it's based on the book The Muse of the Coyote mm. Ugly Saloon by Elizabeth <laughs> Gilbert, who also wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Hello. I mean, yes. <laughs> Let's not forget. Let's not sit on who actually wrote it. Yeah. She's had a life, Acclaimed honey. What was the Coyote <laughs> Ugly <laughs> anyway. section of Eat, Pray, Love? <laughs> oh, Where was it? I, I oh my god! That. What about if in the middle of a this crossover? movie, Julia Roberts walked in as Elizabeth Gilbert and was like, "One double bourbon," like you know, like oh, one. <laughs> I am honestly living. I live. I live for the crossover. It brings it all together. It really does. It like... Okay, but okay, so okay, but okay, I do think this scene is what gets you like into the movie because like. I, there's that sexy, cool confidence from all these women, and they're just like, mm, and they're also sexy. And like, she meets the bar owner Lil, who is uh, uh, I don't even know. How Maria would you describe her? She's Maria Bello. That's how you describe her, and uh, <laughs> should have been Oscar nominated um, or something, or given like a special award from the queer community. I don't know, but I do remember being obsessed with her after this movie. Like, I followed her everywhere she went since then. I saw I saw like uh, an article that described her like they were like this is like one of the best actresses who's not been nominated for like a serious award. It's so good, you know. Like so they're like it is somebody who has flown under the radar in terms of ability, mm. yeah. like not being recognized. Yeah, she, she's great. I mean, she truly made this movie. She she's too good for this script to be totally honest. Like I think the part is actually I think really underwritten. But she's such mm -hmm. a good actress that she, she you know, she imbues it with life into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what is the thing that gets her like the audition? Because she's like nothing. Yeah, she goes in and just starts talking to her. Um, she gets oh. the audition because she breaks up a fight. She basically gets sort of like turned away after well, not doing asking. well. Oh, no, I remember now. I remember now. She gets sassy with her, and she's like. Listen, I don't need to get sassed. I don't need to get jerked around by some cocktail waitress wasting my time. That's it. And there's that like, was you it. start Friday night. Like, you know, first of all, girl, do you know how many times I've watched this movie? <laughs> do you know I'm like, time? is she ready? <laughs> is she ready, honey? Like, uh, like I was re-watching this last night, and I was like, this is all sense memory. This is all coming back to me. Like, I also, we'll get into it, but, like, this was a pivotal, like, gay awakening movie for me because mm. the guy... The boyfriend oh. in this is oh my gosh, so Adam Garcia. Incredibly uh, his, his fucking hot. Named, oh, he is so hot. Oh. And baby, he looked good when that shirt came off. Every time his shirt baby. came off in this movie, I was happy. When he was tweaking those nipples, I was like, oh my, okay. We're doing something for the gays. That's why this movie is like both for the gays and not for the gays. Because like, we don't have any explicit Ooh, yeah, queer when you were bringing that up. When you were bringing that up, yeah. I actually like. I think this movie was made for the straight men. I think I this guess. movie was made for straight men, but I think they were lying at the time and being like, "This is a feminist movie." But bitch, this is for horny boys. Well, that's well, <laughs> that's what. They're... Well, that's what's so fascinating because, like, I think they tried to market it to straight men, but then the actual DNA of the movie is much more like a rom-com that would be like for mm -hmm. women. And so- and yeah, there were I parts of this I... movie uh, that like straight up felt like um, like a Cinderella story. No, like, hello. I, mean, hello. I felt that. I was like, what's happening here? Well, you know what's <laughs> weird? This is my only, one of my only gripes with the script because it doesn't make sense to me. 
um, is that she it's not like she keeps it a secret from from the guy that she meets that she like ends up having a, like, a hard crush on. She doesn't keep a secret mm-hmm. where she works. Like he knows where she works. He literally goes to visit her at work and is like, woohoo, mm-hmm. boop, boop, boop. This is and, where you work. And the first night that he does, this is after uh this is after her like second audition or whatever, where she she douses a fire marshal and they get oh, that boy. fine for 250 oh, yeah. bucks. And he shows up for the first time. And in this first interaction, she gets him on the bar, auctions him off to make the money that like yeah. she owes Lil. Um, so I'm like, I don't know where his problem came from later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I'm like, well, oh yeah. One okay, first of all, another thing where I was like, wow, that did not age well was when yeah. she when she goes to the bar that he works at to try to <laughs> that I submit her tape to be a songwriter um there's that creepy bartender that like lies to her and says like yeah that's the boss and so she approaches him and then like the guy just leaves her with him and, like I don't know it's like it was very like I mean expected why are I'm we sorry. lying to this woman what are we like, doing to as this a woman? group yes. what are you doing <laughs> but then also but there are times I love Piper Paravo there are times where this character I'm like are you are you like so- are you stupid? And like, I mean, there are times where like she is so naive that I'm like, honey, honey, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Honey. <laughs> like, she's so like, oh, what is it? She's so there's something she does where I was just like, what are you thinking? Like, do you know how humans work? Do you know how the world mm. works? You're from Jersey. You're not from like <clears throat> Louisiana. Yeah. Like, she did not give Jersey to me. No, absolutely not. Oh, the accent, you know, first of all, came and went the entire movie. Like, I was like, where is this baby, girl from? Baby, that accent barely showed up for, like, the prologue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could actually, I think then I can was... pinpoint the one line I heard her accent on. It's when Melanie Linsky's trying to give her the cash. She's like, well, I'm not taking it. I was like, well, there's an accent. <laughs> I heard an accent on that line. <laughs> okay. In the first scene. <laughs> all right. Um... All right, so I love the scene where uh, mm-hmm. after the whole bar thing and yeah. they're outside and they're kind of wheeling and dealing their relationship. Yeah, I actually really love that kind of repartee moment. That little oh, no. like, back and forth of like, you know what? It'll be breakfast, lunch, and two dinners. Breakfast, lunch, and, <laughs> and two like, dinners. <laughs> and it's like, that's four dates. And it's like, I loved <sighs> it. It was so stupid. I, like his like I wanted him to get into my down under because his accent was like really working for me. Me too. Where is he from? That's not a real accent, is it? I think I think he's I think they just kept him being Australian. Oh, it is. He uh he he's definitely British. He's been nominated for two Lawrence Olivier Awards. Oh, I, I guess Australian. I guess he went on to keep doing theater. Well, good like for him. lead roles in musicals such as Saturday Night Fever and Kiss oh. Me Kate. Oh, we gotta look up this boy singing. Because I'll, I'll be honest, the only two movies I know him from are this and Riding in Cars with Boys. Like that's the only two movies I know Riding him from. Riding Cars with Boys. And he's sexy in that too. Like I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah, he's Australian. Ooh, crikey. Fuck. Okay, we're gonna have to look him up, baby. I mean, we have. Oh. And you best. Oh believe. no! Oh no! The latest news I see about him in. 2022 he appeared in the second uk series of the masked dancer Uh (laughs) uh-oh 
Well, he finished in second place. Oh my god! Okay, for the okay, character okay. Onomatopoeia. Another thing about this movie: there are so many like future famous people in it because, like, I remember who are the few. Okay, I, I saw, um, I saw what's your face, um, from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Family Guy. Um, oh, her name's not coming to me. She plays Lois on on the Family Guy. What the fuck is that woman's name? Oh my god, I feel so bad. This is, um, this is a failure for the queer community. Like I Alex totally... Borstein. Alex Borstein. Yeah, like she's in this. Um, there's someone else. I saw someone else. There were some famous people in this. I just remember being like, I know that. I know them. I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's let's. Okay, one thing. Another thing I would like to discuss is how they are allowed to just light the bar on fire. Like, how is that? That's not allowed. Also, all the water on the bar at the other. Maybe. I'm like, this isn't this isn't right. Well, and they, I'm uh, judging by the rules of the universe of this film, I'm going to say they go through about mm, 2 to 3,000 bottles of liquor a, a week because they're just I mean, there's not a shot glass they won't overfill. They're pouring it on men's stomachs. They're, they're just like, pouring it on the bar. Yes! Like what's the budget? <laughs> what's the liquor budget? It's wild. You know, they have it's, a they have a really good relationship with their liquor rap, I guess. Um, but let's but you know, all that being said, um, whatever. This the plot to this movie is paper thin, but well, all right. So Kevin and Violet have now begun yeah. uh dating. At this yeah. point, he decides to obnoxiously help her get over her stage fright, which stage fright. she inherited via her DNA from her mother. Well, yeah, well, well, you know, stage fright is uh genetic. Mm. Is mm. it? Is it? Oh. Also, she doesn't want to be a singer. She just wants to be a songwriter. Be a songwriter. Like... <laughs> also, hold on. Isn't everyone's path to success? Go to an open mic. Hello. <laughs> Get heard. But also, I was like, ma'am, I'd like to ask you a question. What was your alternative plan here? Like, like <laughs> she had nothing. Like she was like, Ugh. wait, wait, are they expecting me to sing the songs on stage? Wait, what? And I'm like, honey, honey. Really I can't. She's like, I am I'm only a karaoke gal. Okay. Like, my, my, okay, my other like other it. like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when she's on the rooftop doing her songwriting because her her neighbor says she has to play the piano on the roof. Um she sings the right kind of wrong. Loving you. You never mm. really something I should do. I mean, and the and the guy's like break dancing in the window. I was like, I'm into the, all this. No, listen, that is one of my favorite moments too. I'm like, you know what I love about it? Is you this rooftop looks like a fantasy scape. You know, like oh, yeah. this is the same rooftop from La La Land. This is the same rooftop, this is rooftop from, from the movie. Love Medley and Moulin Rouge. You know, <laughs> right. it's like this isn't real. This, this is ain't not real, a baby. Real room. Look at all the lighting and like her keyboard setup. It honestly, looks like the obsessed. rooftop from like the Oh No She Better Don't music video from season six of Drag oh, Race. No, like, it, like this don't. isn't real. Oh no, she better don't. Take a second to see how this goes. Rhinestones, rhinestones. Yeah, but yeah, but but I I do think the songs in this movie. They're, oh. they're 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 great little pop songs like i don't know i was i was they were slaps to me 100 percent. did you know that leanne rhymes was 17 at the time good lord 
Yeah, she was 17 with these vocals and doing all this. But like, that's kind of one of the reasons that they didn't use her anymore or any extra anywhere because it was already like, you're 17. You're 17. (laughs) Sure didn't want to spend my time with you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God, the other one is the, what's uh, the, um, I don't do feeling in the... No, no, I don't like want to hear I'm wrong when I'm right. Honestly, that has been the line that has been stuck in my head. The, because it is, I'm sorry, the lyric is not not genius. But it's oh, like, no, it's I not. No. Hear it's like it's right. anyway. I cannot. <laughs> it's so And good. I don't want to be the one with the blues. Like, I mean, if you really like, oh, break down the lyrics, God. they're not like, you know, genius. But they are catchy, and that's all I'm caring about in this moment. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Jessica Simpson was originally offered this role and get turned it out. Down. Okay, mm-hmm. I would watch that. I would have watched. We the missed that, it. We missed the opportunity because <laughs> she would have really sang it. <laughs> Take my breath away. <laughs> I assume you've seen the videos of her singing. Take my breath away. <laughs> Can take my breath. Yeah, uh, when she goes for breath. it, it's something. I'll tell you that. And let me tell you, there are so many videos of Jessica Simpson doing that song live. And I'm like, <laughs> she went for it. And she didn't always hit the note nine times oh, out of ten. But you know what? She was trying. You take my breath. You take my breath. How about... Uh, all right, so they're dating. Uh, she's working at the bar. She's gaining sure. confidence. Everything's going great. Not learning how to make drinks better, which no, I it guess takes her so long to spend it. the bottle again. The bottles, the bottle budget. She must have broken. I'm gonna say at least thirty bottles. And it's <laughs> hilarious because every time it happens, she just kind of goes. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I'm like, honey, that's coming out of your paycheck. Uh, there's two things that happen during this time that I fucking love one of them is the whole uh where she's like oh i can't take another shot and she's like next time just chase it with a beer and she's like what she's like girl i don't drink it and then she does it and uh you see her do it and she doesn't do it well she doesn't do it well it's like wow i wonder if she really drank that beer i'm like oh she's not doing it and then there's that weird like line where she's like um oh i think i'm falling in love with you and she's like Oh no, honey! I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> I went my hair <laughs> like in college, but I never went goes, pro. Mm-mm. And also, she walks away, and like we have a moment where Violet even like finishes the conversation with herself, where she's just like, "No, that's not what I." I'm like, "No, I honey, she was fucking kidding." Like, oh my god! Like, I mean, Violet, like, get it together. <laughs> um, and then I also love this genius moment of. Uh, there's the fight happening in the bar because he comes back and is jealous of seeing a man groping her. Uh, yeah. Bar fight starts and she goes, I know what to do. In the key of C, please. Well, no, <laughs> like, no, that's a different fight. That's a different bar fight. The bar fight is when she gets Oh, fired. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Because then he comes I'm to, okay, oh, oh, first of all, we get the whole thing where Maria Bella was like, I have two rules. Uh, mm. No fucking the customers and don't bring your boyfriend to my bar. Um, you know, <laughs> Which like, okay, sweetie. Stop people from <laughs> That's coming it. To places. Two rules. Two rules, baby. Um, but break what, all the bottles you want. Like, <laughs> I love that, like, yeah, like fight starts out with these like rowdy dudes in the bar because they have too many people in the fucking oh, that's, oh yes, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's hilarious. Because fight in the bar, and then she's like, I know, I'll sing karaoke. 
sort of aka she's just sort of singing along with the jukebox like it's 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 playing the song and she's sort of lightly singing with it and then i love how like she starts singing and the cops that had come in to like you know like Mm. break up the place are just like ah great okay we're gonna go clear them out we're gonna stop hello i'm like it's it's still lovely crowded they also do, like, I thought the same thing whenever they're <laughs> singing I Will Survive in the beginning at yeah. the karaoke, like, sending her away. Um, karaoke where everybody's singing yeah, and who? she's supposed to sing the lead vocal and you cannot hear her. Cannot, sure cannot. <laughs> like, Rightly cannot. Hmm. Well, my, my other favorite thing is when the guys are fighting, when she starts to sing, you see the guys that are, like, at one second they're like beating each other up and then it's like they're so hypnotized by her voice that they like stop fighting and like look up the bar i'm like she's not even that great i mean like i mean she's she's fine but like you know i guess because she's hot i could have used uh i could have used just a touch of star quality (laughs) just a little yeah um yeah really well that's where i think that is the only thing i think was the flaw of the movie is I think they probably should have cast a singer and had her be an aspiring singer-songwriter, not just a, an aspiring songwriter, because, <laughs> because she just she doesn't even want to be a famous singer. She just wants to write songs for people. I think we... Um, I, I do not disagree with you at <laughs> all. I just, like... What if Jessica Simpson had got it? Wouldn't that have been something? I would have watched the hell out of that, because... <laughs> I was actually really into Jessica Simpson back in the day. She took my breath away. This could have been her... Well... (laughs) Take my breath breath away! (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, okay, but pivotal scene, like, this is, like, again, like, the gay, like, awakening in me was Mm -hmm. when he takes her to that, like, uh, comic book store or wherever the fuck, and then, like... Yes! And then they clearly have sex or whatever and then they have this shot where it goes as low as you can go on his torso before we start getting to the goods and i remember being in the movie theater sitting next to my parents and just being like oh 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 no you know you know that there is like uh there are different uh rated versions of this and there is a rated our version that has but, about six seven minutes of extra footage most notably what is included in that extra footage would be sex scene between the two of them like an extended version of it yeah yeah okay. so just saying there's more footage than what we've seen there's more footage. what i rewatched. watched what i rewatched. uh there's also a part where uh in the montage of her working with the girls and bonding with the girls yeah. at some point they're playing uh like baseball as a bar yeah. team yeah. and the girls Can like we get a whole steal, home, about that? steal home base because one of the girls yep. like strips takes off her clothes and then like yep. suggestively rubs the bat like it's a like it's a damn cock yeah, like i was like, like guys uh-huh. yeah 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 uh-huh also like the russian girl like Sometimes has a Russian accent and sometimes has no accent. And I was so confused. I'm like, is that a fake accent or is she just not doing that's, the accent? Uh, I think that's human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, okay, that's why I love it. There's so much stuff where I'm like, wait, pause the movie. Pause the movie. Yeah. They, do, they form a baseball team in the day. Yeah, right. 
Right, no, that's what they got rid of it eventually. Did they, they win? Did they win their league? Like, I want to know. Um, yeah, because she stripped. Because <laughs> they trapped. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's a lot of things that are happening in the movie where I just wanted well, to be like, okay, you've got me. I'm into this. Can we stop oh, and follow them more? Because like that's thing. Once we get into the club and the girls, I just wanted more of that. Like, I didn't give a uh, flying fuck about her songwriting career. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. whatever. Like, or like. John Goodman's her dad, and like I love John oh, Goodman. Love John Goodman. He was in this, and I was like, "Why is he in this?" And like, and also, there's like a weird moment where, like, you know, Melanie Linsky is supposed to be her like childhood best friend. Like, she's known her since they were wee little tots. And at one point, she, the Melanie Linsky says to her father, "Like, I'm gonna come over and visit you." He's like, "I'm gonna change the locks," and I'm like, "Well, that's a very mean thing to say to your daughter's." best friend like I yeah was he like, genuinely seemed hateful yes. do you know uh <laughs> also i love when know, she gets married and then shows up to the hospital still in the wedding dress i'm like take off the wedding dress <laughs> this is not a rom-com you're not running she's to like, an it's airport. my special day and i will not <laughs> um so speaking of her father bill john yeah. goodman john goodman uh, he sees her he sees her photo oh, in the boy. paper, dancing at the bar. She He goes, visits her, and promptly leaves. Oh, Daddy, yeah. it's not as bad as it looks. Um, stupid, right? So <laughs> like, stupid. dumb, right? Oh, and then, like, uh, yeah, so that's already, like, dumb enough. And then the boyfriend shows up and causes mm. all sorts of myth. Which, by the way, the guy was, like, kind of like sexually assaulting her like actually was like feeling up on her when they are not supposed to be doing that so yeah, i was kind of like up from the moment me? when she was like you're not supposed to be up here was yeah. it like larry like zach, no like... zach his name was zach unfortunately i remember that oh, because no. i was like oh not to whip up my name for such a complex oh, no. <laughs> for such a <laughs> controversial well, character when i'll experience that in our next episode when uh there's the bad aaron that hello hello <laughs> stay yeah. tuned um no but stay really tuned. like when you're like zach take it easy i'm like not zach oh boy but no like he's not supposed to be on the bar he's not supposed to be touching her he's touching her on her lower hips and i don't know truly um, truly so like, so like and no one's kind of like the fuck man like i mean you know also calm down but like geez but then the, here's what annoys me Mm. Violet did not invite her boyfriend to the bar. Like he just right. showed up of his yeah. own free will, and then she promptly fires her. Like does not even give it two seconds. Like I thought I told you about the rules, and I'm like, well, she didn't invite her boyfriend to the bar. Like he showed up of his own free will. Yeah, but you know, that's her fault. Would you stop with the rules? It's a bar for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, then Good what are you reading. so upset about? It's very good. Then what are you so upset about? Oh, best line. <laughs> yeah, Lil, put salt in that wound. <laughs> Why don't you go back inside? Your fans are waiting to go strip naked on a bar. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you an act mm-hmm. that makes everything more interesting. That's how I'm going to say that. So uh, <laughs> we we then attend Gloria's wedding. We do. Uh, Bill and her have this awkward dance, oh, and then no. he gets in a car accident. You know, that old well, car hits him. <laughs> Boom. He is famously not um, in a car, but he does get hit by one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't know. 
Because he works at like a toll booth. He works at like a, like a toll booth or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. whole ring in it for her and all that. You know, that John Goodman, that's a big man. So, like, you know, he's like, I can get hit so by a car. Weird. I can take a hit. Yeah, it is so weird. And she wants to move back home. He says, No, honey, you got a song, right? <laughs> you, 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 and oh, well, then he like implies that his mom or his mom, her mom didn't have stage fright and he had lied to her saying that. She did not make it. First of all, gaslighting, gaslighting. Uh, I'm um, like, did he create a neurosis? In her? I thought you were gonna say, did he kill the mother? Well, <laughs> you know, when your mother died, true. that mysterious boat accident when you were a child. Um, no, but yeah. So then we're like, oh, so she's it. like, wait, so my mom didn't have stage fright, I and so you know. Um, she probably gets a job at another bar where she gets to wear white button ups. So that's like something. Um, <laughs> you know, well. uh, it's a restaurant, not uh, a bar. It's a, restaurant. it's a different vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now she's working for the party down uh, cater waiter staff. She works at the party <laughs> down. She's the bartender at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and then Maria Bello shows up as like, hey. I'm here to be cool. <laughs> like, yeah, so weird. So, so weird. And seems a little um, like, I don't, I mean, I guess she found out that her dad got hurt on her accent, so maybe she felt bad. But like, I was like, I don't think her character would like go out of her way to like go find her. It's like hard to heart. I don't know. I don't know. I, didn't no, I don't, it. I don't either. Um, it's interesting though, because they, they make amends and then, Quickly, we get that she finishes her song she's been working on, Camp and then the it's moonlight. the goddamn open mic night <laughs> at the Camp Bowery. Back. Oh my god! Okay, okay, I have to shout this out because this is one of my favorite things in the entire movie. Every time I rewatch it, what? it makes me giggle a lot. I love when she gets the voicemail from the Bowery Ballroom saying that she has a spot because I don't know who they hired to play the woman from the Bowery Ballroom, but she's like, "Hello, this is for Violet Sanford." We would like you to perform in our open mic this Saturday night. Like she's she's like a robot. We want you to perform this Saturday night. Turns so out please it was send Harry your Gary. music to the house band <laughs> and they can learn your song. <laughs> like uh, you sound like uh, you sound like when Will Ferrell does his Robert Goulet impression. <laughs> It was actually, it was Will Ferrell as Robert Clay, as the woman. But it was just so like, this Saturday night. Every time I watch the movie, <laughs> I always forget about it until it's happening. I'm like, On the Saturday woman. night! Like, even um, like, when I saw it in the theater as like, a 12-year-old idiot, I was like, who's this woman? <laughs> like, I was just like, not feeling it. Um, we know I was 13. I was 13. An impressionable age. <laughs> very Falling in love with Coyote Ugly. So we have our, uh, we have our wonderful, you know, moment where every important person in her life comes together at the same time. Oh, wait. Uh, to see her at this open mic night. Can I spill one one other moment that, like, really stuck Please. out to me this time? Okay. So um, we get the boyfriend, or I guess ex-boyfriend at this point, who's uh, like, well, I guess I'm going to move. And he's, you know... Uh, He's he has a girl over that's coming over to like sublet his apartment, and then as he lets her into the apartment, Violet just like appears from the upstairs like staircase and just kind of walks into frame and goes, <sighs> and then walks away. And I'm like, where were you? 
what 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 where did you come from because she doesn't come from like you know uh, you're talking about those threads (laughs) you were talking about those threads and it's like i'm just exactly it's like i didn't this don't make no sense (laughs) why would she have come from there from upstairs there's nothing there I don't get it. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, back to the back. To, yeah, back to God. What a fun, what a fun film. What uh, a fun so film. the Coyotes, Bill, everybody, the dad, <laughs> Melanie Linsky, uh, the nurse Melanie that he Linsky, put on she, old. She got all the way for. over here, uh, and she gets help from Kevin, and she can sing. Go fucking figure. Well, he turns off the all the lights in the bar. Because um, well, it's just like when he did it mm. when they had sex at night. Except that, like, I wanted someone to be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> hey, bitch, <laughs> we need to see you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, but, okay, And I love, okay, I love how, okay, so she sings Can't Find the Moonlight, which is the song of the movie. Hello. Um, fuck yeah. It's and the I love how, <laughs> I love how all we get is three months later, I'm like, I'm sorry. Three months later, she not only performed this club, Leanne Rhymes, I guess, heard about this song from an open mic night, got the song, recorded the song, released it. Yeah. It's charting. Yes. It's three yeah. months. Like, I don't know. It was so people plan things for like a whole year beforehand. Um, no, I don't disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> what I'm looking, I'm looking at a summary of the plot right here, and it <laughs> yeah. says. The audacity. It says, after a difficult start, she gets help from Kevin and can sing. Uh, the performance <laughs> leads to a deal with a record label. That's the months. detail. That in three in months. Three months. <laughs> three months. In three months. So, also, I love when I, I skipped over one other thing. <laughs> Just because I, I, it felt so stupid. Is when when the boyfriend has the fight at the bar and they have like their mm-hmm. breakup conversation. I love when she's like, so what's your deal? What's up with you? What's your dream? You don't do anything like, I don't have a family. Is that what you want no. to hear? Don't you know that? Don't I you know that no now? Friends. <laughs> but I came here and I'm standing on my own two feet. That was my dream. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, it was like, oh, he's like, I don't have a family. I was like, uh oh, he doesn't have a family. <laughs> he's a bad boy ooh, with a past. <laughs> Ooh, he's moody. Like, why do we um, need that detail? Like, I don't have a family. Is that what you want to hear? I have one more piece of trivia uh, to tack on about. You didn't have Adam a family, Garcia, who now I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed. With I need to look at him dancing. I uh, no, mass dancer thing. I want to see all of it. I need to. I see hope he dances naked. To toe, just take it all off. Right. Um. No, he 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 <laughs> was the voice of Kangaroo Jack. All right, sure. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. But but he asked for it to be uncredited because he doesn't want. Oh my god, that is hilarious! Actually, Uh, so they just told everybody it was a real talking kangaroo. Could you like do this thing where you cut me the chick, but you don't like tell anyone that I did it? (laughs) Literally, (laughs) I can't. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry for my poor uh, man's Australian accent because I'm, I'm going for it. Auto, I have a family. Well, <laughs> well, the film concludes back at good old Coyote Ugly 
with Leanne Rhymes, 17. Because then she gets to act with herself. That's Meryl Streep has even done that. Like where she's now she's Leanne Rhymes and Violet as lesser Leanne Rhymes. Like it's something. She's duetting with herself. Hello. Uh, Celine Dion would die. Quiver. She would quiver. She would quiver. She would quake. What um, if Celine Dion played Violet? Hello, my name is Violet. I want to be a singer. Unbelievable. You know what? That. Unbelievable. But you know, you cannot uh, fight the moonlight. Zach, imagine this. Uh, okay, okay. Now that we've gone past the movie, here's we've some gone more. past the movie, maybe. <laughs> here's some. Let's more. go into the nether, um, the nether region. Now it's going to be like, you can't fight the trivia. Coyote <laughs> ugly. Let's go. All right. So they had a TV show where they did mm-hmm. three seasons mm-hmm. of a TV mm-hmm. show in mm-hmm. 2005 to 2008. Yes, they did. Where they On found CMT. more coyote, like queen, like coyotes. Yeah. On CMT. Okay. I think I think everything needs to be done that way. Like anytime you're searching for like a role in a play, like all those Andrew Lloyd Webber shows. Yeah, make a TV show. He did. I fucking love it. Make a TV show because I love like, watching the process. Like, can you imagine like uh don't rain on her parade? It's like the search for Fanny Rice. Like, come on. <laughs> well, uh, you've heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lee Michelle has extended and is staying with it till close. I'm convinced mm. they're gonna pro shot it as well. I think so too. That's probably why she extended. Hello. You know, because she's not doing the tour. Do she's not gonna do the tour. No. No, she's going to step away gracefully, I think. Uh, anyways, um, so they had the TV show. Yeah. Uh, now the New York team was the one that won. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, what I believe about this is <laughs> this is where the sequel for Coyote Ugly, which Tyra Banks, for whatever reason, is the one who has been trying to spearhead that for Hello. the longest time. Okay, I love how she was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a lawyer. Ins- insane. I also insane. Get my, my favorite Tyra Banks line reading is, I just want you guys to know, I will never, ever forget you. <laughs> I can't. She doesn't even know who they are, like, she after the are. scene. Um, now, see, that's, I was having this wonderful theory in my head now, because it's like, here we are about uh, 15 years past that TV show. <laughs> I yeah. think the TV show would make good sense to turn into a fictional movie now. Do it. Like, and... What if Piper uh, Parabo is running the bar now? That's that's what I'm saying. Piper Parabo should run the bar. Um, or, or if Parker she's too Posey. busy, get the get like the the dark haired one. Oh, that'd be great. She that'd was fun. Great. I needed more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This movie was also nominated mm-hmm. for quite a few awards, Oscar? Uh, including like you know worst films. No, 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 not <laughs> not, not not great awards. Um, Best but picture? it did win. It won for like a best song at the ASCAP Film and TV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Can't Fight the Moonlight Hello. was moonlight. everywhere. You can't really can't. Uh, it also won at the MTV Movie and TV Awards in 2001 mm-hmm. for Piper Parabo giving the best uh, musical moment. Is you can try <laughs> to resist my kiss, but Gina, but Gina, you know that you... Sorry. Mm, no, catchy. don't be sorry. That song we is catchy, Mama. The moonlight. Yeah. Um, so, Zach, do you yeah. have any final thoughts on this film? Anything else you want to throw out there? I mean, we've talked about the coyote, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, so. the ugliest, all of it. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's a it was a much more pivotal movie than I even realized until I started watching again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this was like a lot of my culture at the time because like I remember I wore mm-hmm. out the soundtrack. When I tell you, I wore out the soundtrack. And you know that soundtrack has gone platinum like five times. Bitch, every girl like I knew over. in high school had it. Like, I mean, they were like into that soundtrack because it's a it's bangers. It's all the good songs that like were written for the movie, and also like really good like solid classic rock shit. Like it, it's it's a lot of fun because you have like all she wants to do is dance. You know, I mean, there's some there's some good songs in there. Um, Pour some sugar on me, like yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but like. But also the guy, I mean, the guy, he was a pivotal gay crush. Like, I mean, like, I remember. Completely. I forgot (sighs) until I was watching it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I just fell in love again. Oh, there's one scene where um, they had been, like, up all night. And he's wearing this sweater that's sort of, like, pulled to the side a little bit. And you can just see his, like, fucking neck and clavicle just all slutty and out. And I'm just like, he is so fucking hot. Like, I mean. Yes, clavicle come on clavicle like yeah i can't fight that clavicle i mean i'm telling you well i don't think you know we can try to resist but i'm gonna get us into it let's take this movie straight to the gayometer and just uh see where we land Mm. you know our very scientific not made up never wrong gayometer always uh one being the least gay a film can be and then 10 being i don't know fucking spartacus bitch hello um it's Alex How Borson is in this, this movie. Ah, uh, this movie it's is tweet nipples awesome. in this movie. Yeah, you know the straightest part of this movie is John Goodman, and yeah. um, I'm not even mad about that. No, and he's even he's like he's like fine. Like I'm like John Goodman, you know. No, he did he did uh, yeah, he, he was, was a good man. He was Flintstone, you know, it's fine. Move on, move on, fun. So that's, well, that's okay. a movie. The Flintstones. We should do that at some point. Um, oh, fine, I would, bitch. I would love. Do you want to go first or me? You. You go first okay. on this one. Okay, uh, so so for the gayometer. Okay, so I have to keep into account that there are no, at least the, the most queer character we have in this film is the Russian who might be a little bi-curious at most. That's about all we get. Um, mm. We do get the sassy gay receptionist at the uh, the the record company that gets like Ooh. sassy with her. Honestly, one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Um, um, also, we get that iconic woman who's like, she's like, oh, you want me to help you? Let me tell you a little bit about me. I moved to New York City when I was 18 years old and I was, <laughs> she's like, and now my daughter tells me that she is a bisexual. Also, <laughs> Violet's audacity to walk up and be like, hey, listen, I oh, want to be a songwriter. Oh I want to leave this for Whitney oh or Mariah. Okay, thank you, thank you. That was what I meant. Good. I was trying to remember what the moment was. It's when she's like, I just want to leave this song for Mariah or Whitney. I'm sure they're personal friends of yours. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you? You think that Mariah is best friends with this receptionist? Honey, you need to learn. You need to make it it happen without this receptionist. (laughs) Okay. Um, No. So taking that all into account, but you do factor in the abs and the nips on the hot guy i was about to say i'm giving two points literally for the, Just nipples. For the nips yeah uh leanne rhymes is worth at least two more points the songs are just the musical numbers in this are i mean let's just be honest they're phenomenal um and maria yeah. bello is worth at least a point so i'm gonna give it at most i'm gonna give it a six Ooh. out of ten i think six out of ten is fair for this 
And honestly, I'm even tempted to give it a 7 out of 10 just for its cultural significance to me as a young queer child. I think it's, I think it's aged into a 7. I'm going to give it a 7. I'm going to bump up. You, you talked me into it. I'm going to give it a 7 it's like out of a, 10. It's like got cult status and, and the, gays the love soundtrack. It. Oh, no, when I tell you, I had at least five different gays fall into my Twitter DMs being like, I fucking love Coyote Ugly. Like, I mean, it's a thing. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm going with 7 out of 10. Mm, mm. Because it feels right. I'm it looking right. at it. I, I watched it. It's like, it's not for, oh God, this. I guess this movie's for everyone. You it's know, that's where everyone. I'm landing. This movie has It something, brings the community together. This movie has something for everyone. Yes. So uh, I just fucking love it. And it is a movie you could set anyone in front of and they're going to find something. Like The straights can like look at the women. The gays can look at everything. It's wild. Uh, the gals get a rom com. Like, yeah, it's like this beautiful time capsule of like 2000. the 2000s, pre 9 11. You know, it's crazy. Simpler times pre 9 11. I love it so much, and I am so happy that we decided to cover this for the podcast. Really and truly, I have to say, yeah. Well, I mean, I was. Really, oh. I, it's been on our list for like a hot minute. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm glad you were open to it, and oh yeah, I guess with that. I don't know. It's time to get to the bar. Our shift is about to start. Yuck. Um, all Which I want to do is dance. <laughs> all I want to um, do is dance. Oh, there's a question. Quick question for me and before we wrap things up. One. Um, one. If you could have your violet moment and have someone bump into the jukebox and you have to sing your first song in the bar, what would you want that song to be? Uh, mine would be pour some sugar on me. Mm. That's just my, because of all the booze, I would have them pour booze on me. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yep. That's great. That's great. Because you, everyone gets like <laughs> to stand out with whatever their strength is. My strength would be being mine, steady. I had a very different <laughs> inclination. I want, I want them. I would want to do that song. Black velvet and a little girl smile. Like that. That one actually came into my head too. That'd that be one, solid. Well, Black velvet. Uh, well, obviously. Black obviously, velvet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Come on. That lip sync is the reason specifically that they like took away alcohol in the way <laughs> yes, that the girls is. used to have access to <laughs> it was because Jujube was wasted. She was Jujubee was wrong because she had taken other girls' drinks. Yes. Other girls didn't want their drink, and so she, at that point, she had consumed at least three. Oh yeah, babe. Oh, I heard <laughs> her say once she probably had about five. Uh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which like, mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense when you watch it. Damn. Um, but yeah, Love it. well, this was a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you down at the Coyote Ugly. <laughs> bye. Bye. Later. Oh, wait. 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 One second wait. there. Wait. Where can the people find you on the social media? Still, on yeah. the social Still, media. The on the socials. Instagram and Twitter at a whole human. <laughs> and that's that. And that's that. Uh, and you can Gav find me at Zachary with no H on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, and the pod at Two Gays Watch on all the same platforms as well. And we will see you soon with more fun stuff. Um, I you know. know. 
I am so excited for our first club meeting. <laughs> yes. A tease. A tease. You'll figure it out. Well, actually, I guess it's on our, if you saw the TikTok. It's on social. We've already said it. We, we, we famously have already teased it. But yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.